Welcome to Rocks Fall, Everyone Dies, a homebrew 5th edition D&D actual play podcast with teachers and students. I'm Scott, I teach biology, and I will be your humble DM. Before we jump into the game, we've rolled initiatives for introduction. Sure. Um, hi, I'm Desombra. I teach middle school social studies. Hi, uh, I'm Tommy, and I am a film production major student. Hi, I'm Lena, and I'm preschool teacher and karate instructor. Hi, I'm Jin, and I'm a communications major. All righty. So, uh, let's jump right in. Since it seems that we've already rolled initiative, why don't we actually start with Greg? So, Greg, you are rolling into town in Bohm's Landing. You are broke. What do you wish to do about that? Uh, let's see. What should Greg do? Um, I guess uh, I'll walk into the closest bar. All right. You look down the street to your left. You look down the street to your right. You see a... A tavern sign labeled the Green Kettle. Although you have been to this town before, it was might have been 25 years ago. Um, you don't remember there being a green kettle. You remember in this location there used to be a Days End Tavern, but uh, not anymore. So as you enter, uh, you're going to look around the room, and I'm just gonna say you find uh, a familiar looking dwarf. Roll me an intelligence check. Oh, wow. What the <laughs> hell? I mean, apparently yes. I'm really oh. good at rolling. <laughs> Holy crap. Well, what is this? The first roll of the game, Greg got a 20. A dirty 20, but it's still a 20. Uh... <laughs> so the first dwarf that you see the there, um, you remember his name. It was, it's been 25 years, but that's Zeb. And if you think real hard about it, you can remember his last name is Gravelborn. Um, what you remember about him, he was real strung out the last time you met him, and you, having been in a similar situation, knew exactly what kind of help he needed. Um, so he's probably going to owe you one. So this is Zeb, right? I'm talking to Zeb. Hey, buddy, what's up? How you been? Uh, yeah. Greg? Yeah, it's been a long time. He offers a handshake, but he thinks better of it. You're not in trouble, are you? No, no, I'm, I've, I've been clean and easy for a while. Keeping my head, you know, above the best I can. But uh, uh, I want to know, you, you got any scoop on anything? I'm kind of, you know, need some help. But not that kind of help. Oh, well, in that case, since you're not in trouble, it's good to see you. Um, so let's see, a job. Uh, I don't have any venues at the moment for shows, but I know somebody who can oh, get I'm you Oh, I'm not anymore. playing anymore anyway. I oh. gave, I, not that I, I, I play here and there, but I'm, I'm looking for a different kind of job. I see. I, I know a guy who can get your name on the list for some high risk, high reward type, you know, tough guy stuff. Yeah, I could use some, I could use something like that. Yeah. Yeah. What, um, kind, of, what kind of stuff though? I, nothing well, too risky. Like I, 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 I want a big reward, but I, you know. I see. Well, I mean, it, you're in luck. This time it actually is all legal, um, it, it, if that matters to you these days. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to keep above water right now. Right now. I, right. I can't go back. I can't go back to, to the dungeon anymore. Just can't. So if you're interested, then uh, why don't I go to a place and a time for you to show up? 
Um, let's say uh, we'll meet again tonight. I mean, I haven't seen you in so long. Let, let me buy you dinner right here. Um, I, I think you remember this place is the Days End Tavern. It, it got bought out like 10, 15 years ago, but the new people cook real good. Oh, no kidding. No kidding. This is the Days End. Oh, different. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, glad yeah. They, it is different. Different owners, though. Different owners. Different owners. They, 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 the food's better. Um, but oh, the, but the food was so good. Well, you know, I'm into fatty and terrible. <laughs> I've never been good at taking care of myself, but I just want to know if it tastes good. It tastes pretty good. Um, this stuff's pretty good. Um, it's, it's real rib stick. Which I'm not sure how that works, but whatever is what people say. Um, anyway, I'll meet you here tonight. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, uh, let me let me go ahead and, and meet the guy who knows about a thing. You know. Oh, thank. Oh, Zed, Zed, buddy, thank you, thank you. And with that, Zeb Gravelborn uh, exits stage front door, um, and leaving you to your own devices. Uh, we're just gonna harp music to the next person since we're in the initiative. Um, <laughs> banked. All right, banked. Let's go ahead and um, you know what we forgot to do? What? We forgot to actually physically describe our. Oh. oh. Would you like to stop and do this now? Yeah. Why Think... don't Greg? Why don't you describe yourself then? Sure. It, in character. <laughs> You don't have to. You don't have to do it in character. Please do it in character. Okay. Straight up, this, this character is actually a, a combination of two people who really exist. Um, so, uh, Greg is, you know, uncommonly surly for a, a turtle. He's 150 years old. He's brownish green. He's from the shores of the snout. Uh, he's a bit short and boxy for a, a turtle, but he's got this really cool, distinctive orange-brown swirly kind of, you know, almost tribal-like design on his shell. He dons a fine fedora with a silk finish and a single peacock feather on the side and just about nothing else. <laughs> I love that. Is it? Is it? Question. Is it a triple or? Please tell me. It's like a milady. Oh, it totally is like a milady. But he, <laughs> I, fine clothing. You know, it's it's the height of gentleman attire. I, I think it, I think it's 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 the height of what you think is gentleman attire. <laughs> yeah, Greg is he's, he thinks he's fancy. Yeah. Right. Listen, turtles don't need no pants. You never heard of a freaking turtle without with pants. <laughs> pants. <laughs> All right. Uh, should I should I introduce myself? Yes, please. Uh, cool. So, um, again, hello. My name is Tommy, and I'll be playing Lieutenant Banked Marceau, uh, Protector Asimar Warlock, with the most angelic face you've ever seen. His royal blue flowing cloak hangs over his polished breastplate. Uh, brown breeches and leather straps accent his hazel eyes and blonde hair. And you are flanked by Brett and Chet. Yes. Uh, so indeed. Brett and Chet are like, they're just these like human dudes. Um, and... <laughs> 
the only distinguishing difference between the is that you know one's brown uh, and and one's one's blonde, uh, one's brown haired and one's blonde. Um, sure. You know, I mean, if only there was like a word for brown hair and dudes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, wh- which which one has which, or do they not know? Um, I- I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Brett has the uh, has the brown hair, and okay. uh, Chet is like the blonde. You know, like a dirty blonde. Yeah, yeah. You know, what? Well, yeah, um, like surfer boy. Yeah, and you know, um, uh, let's say that Brett has uh, a little bit of a uh, uh, a faux hawk going on. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, um, and they're. I don't know how important this is to you, but uh, they're both wearing like these nice lace shirts with the collars popped because maximum pop is important. Okay. So you're rolling into town with Brett and Chet. Yes. Um, and I, for some reason they high five. You don't know why, but they just. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, are they are they in front of me or behind me? As, as they I'm are, gonna... that is your decision. Uh, I would probably have them uh, in front of me, almost as if they're like like dogs. I'm walking. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So um, yeah, uh, you have in your possession a a letter sure. from the uh, from a uh, from a banking interest here in Bohm's Landing. And the letter is basically a acceptance letter with a uh, date and a time. And that date just so happens to be uh, this morning. You are coming into town nice and bright and early. Um, and uh, the time and the place, you're, you've got that on your list. But you've got maybe another hour to kill. How do you want to spend your time? Um... I will, I will, I'll probably head over to the bar, or the tavern. Uh, I assume I can find one. It's not hard to find, right? Uh, sure. Entering from this side of town. Um, I'm, I'm probably in, like, the touristy area, if oh, there if, is one of All right, town. so if you're going to be in the touristy area, then that's a different tavern. Okay. Um, all right, so let me go ahead and just look up my notes here. Uh At least, at least it's not the Jeopardy music. Scott, we should just record you doing it and play that. Oh dear! Just you, just under your breath. All right. So you find if you're coming in side of town, the soft sheets, which is a local which is a local inn and restaurant in the in the ground with a restaurant on the ground ground floor. Um, it seems to be doing a decent business this morning. It's it's a restaurant, you said. It is a restaurant with. Uh, it looks like there's some rooms above it. Cool, uh, and I imagine I haven't had any breakfast. Uh, I, I mean, that's entirely up to you. But... Yeah, I, I probably haven't had breakfast. I, I've I, I've probably just been so excited to head out the door finally be able to do something um you know uh yeah so uh, probably at this point i'm missing breakfast the two boys ahead of me are getting me hungry i decide to go over to soft sheets um and i will pay for all our breakfasts all righty so as you enter um a uh a plump half elven woman uh comes over with a menu uh, sure. And um, just 
go ahead and sit anywhere, dear. Uh, and then you Thanks. find Thanks. a spot. She puts a menu down in front of you and looks over to Brett and Chet. Can they read? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I'll say it's, it's, it's fine. They, they'll just order breakfast sandwiches. They, they always order breakfast sandwiches. It's fine. Um, I, I'll have the eggs benedict. Thank you. Um, I'll see what I can do for you. Uh, sure. Uh, I take a look around the room. Um, so around the room, uh, you find a couple of morning folks, some uh, people who are, some dressed nicely, one is reading. Uh, and on the other side of the room, you see a, a fairly orange-looking tiefling. Uh, Sanjana, if you can go ahead and introduce yourself. So Sanjana is about 5'6". 140 pounds, poofy, curly, flaming orange hair that is pinned in Afro puffs above her horns. She has an attitude, and her leather matches her sneer on her face. She has rust-colored orange skin that kind of blends in, so even though she's wearing leather, it kind of looks like she's naked, and she likes it that way. I love her. Like nude Spanx. Love it. <laughs> a hero among us all. <laughs> she's got shifty eyes. You know she's up to something, but you can't tell what. And you're not sure whether when she's looking at you, if she's looking at you as a friend or a possible victim. Okay, so let's take this from, uh, from Sanjana's perspective. You see a... Uh, a posh, prissy, blue-clad, uh, uh, blonde man walk into the room, and you immediately peg him for a mark. And these two, um, basically Labradors disguised as humans, are, like, in tow with him. By the way, I, I will just say at this point, both Brett and Chet are staring, mouth agape, at the beautiful Sanjana. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just like probably drooling. And at this point, I'm probably getting jealous. <laughs> <laughs> Sanjana looks up, mumbles under her breath. Lunch. <laughs> Gonna saunter over to the table, pull an extra chair over, and plop herself down. Um, what are we eating? Um... Well, I've already ordered. Um, I'm afraid it's it's too late to get the waitress back for me to order. I'm sorry, who are you? Oh, you don't know me. That's a shame. No, I'm uh, I'm new to town, so to speak. Oh, welcome. Yes. I'm not new. I figured. Hmm. What are you here for? Uh, I, I take the letter and I, and I push it deeper into the folds of my uh, coat pocket. Um, uh, uh, business, so to speak, and, and I'm here with my lovely associates. By the way, both Brett and Chet are drooling right now. I'm here with both my associates uh, for um, some adventuring business. Ah, an adventurer! Yes, <laughs> yes. I've, 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 I've come across some tools to help me with my, uh, with my endeavors, and I am ready to begin the second chapter of my life. 
Is that so? She leans in closely so that Brett and Chet can't hear. Yeah. I don't think they're going to be very useful for you. No, they're not to protect me. They're here for decoration. I can protect myself. Now, what is it you do? Everything. Uh, well, that's She not... reaches over. Yeah. She reaches over and takes one of the breakfast sandwiches and takes a bite out of <laughs> bread or chat. It doesn't matter. Just... It's, prob- it's, probably, it's probably mine. <laughs> like, oh, that's... Uh... I, I I motion over to the uh to the the halfling woman, the plump halfling halfling waitress, and I go. Oh, half elf. Oh, what was the half elf? I'm sorry, that's my fault. My notes are racist. Bad. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Accusations. <laughs> um, please, uh, halfling. I mean, half elf woman. Uh, another round of breakfast sandwiches for the urchin. She's muttering under her breath. I'm short, but I'm not that short. Um and. <laughs> And she's coming right up and, and yes. disappears into the back. Um, well. Yes, go ahead. If you're in the business of, shall we say, finding things out or looking for, for some <clears throat> adventure, I could probably help you out there. By the way, uh, at this point, Sanjana, you've probably noticed the uh the my black onyx crystal bracelet uh that's around my uh around my right hand um it, it's it seems to be shining brighter than onyx normally would you get the feeling that it probably isn't uh onyx or any sort of uh, gem or precious mineral uh that is common. very pretty Pretty bobble you have there. Uh, Is it for a sale? Uh, no, no, of course not. And I and I immediately stuff my hand into my pocket, away uh, from prying eyes, especially the ones so close to me. Okay, immediately Sasha stiffens up, and she looks at him. I came over all night. What's this? <laughs> what you hide things in your pocket for? I, stuff that should not be shown to the average urchin. Now, please, how can I make you leave the table? Oh, average urchin, is it? That's well, let me, tell you, let me tell you something, buddy. At this point, at this okay. point I, snatch the, I, I snatch the breakfast sandwich back from her grasp, and I start to eat it All myself. right, so that's going to go ahead and be a contested sleight of hand <laughs> with her sleight of hand? Oh, okay, cool. All right. Unless, of course... Bank, you're trying to go for like a more physical grab, in case it would be a grapple attack, but that's a little that's a little forward. No. Oh man, I win against a plus seven. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. So Bank successfully snatches the breakfast sandwich away from Sanjana. Uh, uh, I say, listen. Um, I really don't mean any disdain. And if anything, I can obviously perceive that you have some few uh, interesting qualities about yourself. What if we weren't enemies? Uh, What if we were on the same side? I am sure that prying eyes and sticky fingers could come in use uh, for the type of adventure that I'd be looking for myself. What do you say? 
What do you mean prying eyes and sticky feet? I mean, excuse me, sir. I don't know what you I, I, I check my pockets. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Smart move. <laughs> Sanjana, is he missing anything? Hmm. I might have turned his pockets inside but out just so I can, but I haven't taken anything. <laughs> In that case, that's going to be a uh, sleight of hand versus perception on Banks' part. Is it passive or, or a check? Uh, well, you weren't actively trying, so it would be against passive. Yeah, it, 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 twelve or something. It's an eleven. Yeah, it's an eleven. Uh oh. Oh yeah, that's yeah. I'm not surprised. It'll it'll be fine. So um, so banked. What are you missing? Uh, that, that is that will now be put on Sancho's sheet. Uh, let's see. Well, Sancho said they were they were gonna turn my my pockets inside out. Do you want to steal anything? Nah. No, she's just messing. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So then, all of your pockets belong. All of your pocket belongings are. And and it's and it's funny too. And I and I and I and I take a good long look at her, and I'm like, how, I'm sitting on my back pocket. How are you able to? It's fine. Um. And it's about that time when uh, the bre- the the next round of breakfast sandwiches comes forward. Oh, thank God! I'm absolutely <laughs> famished. Please, please. Um, why don't you uh. Yeah, what, what, why don't you give one to my new friend here? Uh, I'm sorry, what, what was your name again? Sanjana. And she reaches out and she gives you a big old handshake. A big old grin. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I, I shake her hand politely and I say, And yes, my name is uh, Banked. Uh, Lieutenant Banked Marceau, at, at your service. It's, it's a pleasure to meet you. <laughs> It's <laughs> uh, uh, terrifying. You fun. All right, so that's going to go ahead and be heart music. Those two, uh, and we're going to zoom in on a library. Jin, why don't you go ahead and describe your character? Um, she's sitting in a library. She's about five foot nothing. So where she's sitting on the bar stool, she's against a wall in the library, on like a table thing. Um, from the bar stool, her legs are kind of dangling and she's leaning forward and reading one of several books that are open. She's got a pen in her hand. She's taking notes, uh, interchangeably on a, um, piece of paper next to her. Um, she's got a long black braid going down her hair, going down her back. That is, um, I would hope it would go down her hair. i know right um it's really frayed it kind of looks like she braided it days ago and has just slept on it um yeah yeah. uh she's got kind of a dull she's pale with dull gray eyes and if she has to look up from her book if she has to look any sort of distance beyond like maybe 30 feet she has to squint a bit but right now she's just focusing on her book and interchangeably taking notes from reading specific sections what you reading oh she's reading the um the advanced history of divination part three sorry (laughs) you feel a warmth on your tongue like air passing during a sigh 
She immediately rolls her eyes. Do you want to fight the pole or make a wisdom save or just going to let it happen? No, she's just going to let it happen and lets herself slowly lay down onto her book with her arms crossed as a pillow. Okay, so then rather than your head slamming into the table, you're going to drift off gently. Find your inky black space. Um, There is nothing around you. You see off in the distance this fuzzy white light coming toward you. Um, And as it gets closer and closer, it sort of coalesces into this glowing gray rabbit. Um, And the rabbit just sort of like jumps around you and just like, I'm bored. You're not doing anything fun today. I'm doing what I do every day. I'm breeding. So, what does your character look like in the uh, in this uh, in this black space? She's sitting with hooves. She looks like a deer. Uh, she's a light gray, just grown out of her spots, <laughs> sitting with her hind legs tucked under her and two hooves keeping her upright just so that she could sit and watch the rabbit dance around her. Bambi, I'm bored. Let's build dream castles. I'm in the middle of something, Thumper. You're not in the middle of anything interesting. It's interesting to me. Yeah, but it's not interesting to me. I want to play. You are so... You have not grown. I've got work to do. I have notes to take. I'm only in the third book of five. There's two more after this? Yeah. Uh, And it's getting interesting. Come on. They just invented bone divination. Ain't that cool? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Super cool. Mm. I'm totally paying attention right now. Mm Mm-hmm. And the the rabbit just kind of jumps over and just suddenly out of the nothing blackness, just the sort of like white wispy smoke comes up and it's sort of like castle spires emerging. It's like, doesn't this look fun? You want to play with me this way? Come on. No, I want to get back to my notes, Thumper. He runs around the castle spire and sort of digs a moat. He's like, you sure? You are, you are still 12, aren't you? (sighs) Agree to disagree. I think this is more fun than your demo books. Yeah, well, you've always thought... And that's where you get cut off. And you open your eyes, and Jametta is looking at you. I'm so sorry to wake you, honey. Um, uh, are you okay? She blinks a few times and has to rub her eyes, and is like, Yeah, yeah, darling, I'm fine. Um, do I have a bruise? Um, well, you know, there's this little, um, this little crease right here, um, that, that it, it's just... You know what? It'll go away. It'll go away. Um, At least it ain't a bruise. It, it's not. It's not a bruise. Um, so I have a question for you. So I, 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 it's about a job. Someone didn't return their stuff again? Actually, um, it, we're good up on um, on pickups. Uh, but, I mean, I, I'll, I'll be sure to let you know if that ever kind of thing happens again. Uh, this one is actually a little bit, you know, higher pay grade and there's a finder's fee associated with it as in i pay you for signing me up for the job well as in i get a cut when you've completed the job i i I wouldn't take your money right off hand um you know that we're we're trying to build that expansion um that that extra wing you know the, the reference section that you really want yeah 
I, and, you know, I mean, just a, a little bit of extra cash would go a long way <gasps> in that. Um, and I'm wondering if maybe you would be open to some more, slightly more dangerous work than book retrieval. What are we talking about here? Well, I heard about this thing at the bank um, and that they're hiring outside help um, and they're starting this new program. I, 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 I can get a reference for you and, and make sure that you're, at, you're there at the right date and time. Baby, what are you getting me into? I, you know I'll do it, but... Well, I thank you so much, Bambi. I really appreciate it. Uh, so how about I just go ahead and put your name on a list with this friend of mine at the bank. And uh, once everything's all settled down, we'll get you a date and a time and everything will be all hunky-dory and we'll be ready to go. And you're sure that this is going to go okay? Any hint of what the work is? I, from what I understand, it's um, contract work. Uh, and it would depend on what the contract is at the time. Uh, I think that um, the, the 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 person who I know there um, just says that it's it's just continuing contract work, you know, higher paying jobs, uh, but it's individual work. All right, all right. Well, you put my name on that list, and uh, you come back to me when things are sorted out. Uh, okay. Um, can I? put something away here or no actually it's all in use um i'll just finish my notes and then i'll be off for the evening okay wait what time is it uh well it's uh it's half past midday and we're gonna be closing in just a few hours so are you gonna be okay on your own uh yeah yeah i've, I've got my place to stay don't you worry okay all right well um it, if you if you reconsider, um, my my brother asked about you. Again? I think I think you made an impression. Yeah, I made an impression by boring his ears off. I mean and I passed out in the middle of the dinner table. I I think he wants to know if you're okay and maybe maybe the second date'll go better. She kind of looks down at her book with these panicked eyes. I'll the kind of look that you give to the wall when you're trying to figure out how to tell someone, I can't do that. Uh... And then she swallows her pride and looks up and goes, uh, maybe in a few weeks, yeah. I've just been <coughs> feeling real sick. Uh, Way to blow out the you audio. tell him I'm doing fine. <laughs> Uh, you feel a slick sensation on your tongue from like like scummy morning teeth. So, all right, well, in that case, we're just gonna go ahead. I'll I'll leave it at that, and I'll just tell him I'll just tell him that 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 you said hello. Keep switching into your accent for her. I shouldn't do that. I know. <laughs> it's infectious. It really is. I, I, yeah, tell tell him I say tell him I say hi. Of course, I'll and, of uh, course I'll, I'll I'll just let him know. Uh, now, back in time, heart music. Um, Bent, breakfast is over. Uh, Sanjana, are you still hanging out with Bent, or have you gone off on your No, she's still sitting with him. She's decided she likes huh. him. Strange. Oh, dear. That is not how I expected that meeting to go. But all right, all right. Yeah, all right. DM, roll with it. <laughs> yeah. Confuse yeah. the DM. Confuse the DM. <laughs> DM. <laughs>
All righty. So it is about that time. Um, by the way, in the intervening time, Greg, you uh, found a nice place to stay and got a pretty good bite to eat with Zeb. And he got you a date and time. And it is, strangely enough, the same date and time as Bank has on his letter. And also, Bambi, uh, Jametta came back with that job, with that, uh, with that uh, information. Same date and time. So who's going to arrive first? Uh, probably me. I, I, you know, I have a saying myself, and the saying is, if you're early, you're on time. If you're on time, you're late. And uh, with my sense of professionalism, I'd probably want to uh, 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 keep my, my uh, appearance up and arrive professionally early, so to speak. So, Bank, since you're the first to arrive, you find the Bank building. It is a stately, large, three-story building made of stone with lovely columns, as if I stock photos of Banks for reference. Uh, <laughs> as, uh, as you enter, you're greeted by a friendly teller who takes your information, asks you to be seated in a waiting area. Um, sure. And over time, the others filter in. Uh, so it seems that there's about six of you. Um, and you're all waiting in this nicely appointed area. The, I, I assume Brett and Chet are here as well. Of course, Brett and Chet are there. Are they, are they part of the six? Uh, yes, they are part of the six. <laughs> okay, so it's like half my team and half other and people. And half other. Cool. So if you want, there's some time for you to all meet each other. Um, sure. I, I, I decided to look around. Is there anyone I recognize of this motley crew? I mean, aside from Sanjana and Brett and Chet, uh, Brett and Chet, no. Huh, I mean, interesting. I don't imagine so. Huh. Well, I of course politely nod towards Sanjana, uh, wary that that she decided to follow me, uh, and is not is not <laughs> part of the adventuring party that was hired in such a such an organized fashion. And I'm a little disconcerted, but I'm not going to talk about it, because if I talk about it, that's exhibiting weakness, and I decide not to do so. Um, Sanjana, you have the same letter that I do? And I pull up my letter. Uh, question for the DM, does she? I don't know. Does she? <laughs> yes, did you, get, did you get a look at it? Uh, no. <laughs> not I yet. see. Well, in that case, uh, well, Brett and Chet don't have one. Okay. Yeah, that's true. They don't. Uh, but they are accompanied by me, and I do vouch for them. And if you want, if you want my services, Brett and Chet, my lovely, my lovely associates here, come to me. I snap at them, and they, boys, come back to attention. <laughs> they heal. <laughs> yeah. You can hear heal, them. frat boys. Heal. The. You hear the whip in the back. <laughs> um, Frat boys on leash. Sanjana, that should be a college service. I, I think I actually have that. Oh dear. Reddit channel. <laughs> Sanjana, you're uh, not. You're you're a local. Uh, and Bambi, you've been in town for a while. Do you two know? I would imagine Bambi has seen Sanjana around because Sanjana's. Always and around. She's also rust colored. <laughs> and right orange. Uh, yeah. yeah. You can't really miss so her. Sanjana's probably seen probably hasn't really seen Bambi around town enough to have made her a target, but she's probably seen her climbing up and down 
a tree. <laughs> like a child. <laughs> she just kind of As just you climbs do. up the tree and then disappears. And then if you're walking in the same path in the morning, she climbs back down the tree and goes about her business. Casual. Yeah, Sanjan has seen that and thinks, wow. <laughs> Look at this door. That's wow. That's cool. Oh, cool. It went in, in a direction. It's also a tree. It's, it's also like a tree, like in a public park. It's not even like off to the side. It's kind of like in front of the library. And at night, she exits the library and goes up the tree. And in the morning, she goes, she climbs down the tree and goes back into the library. And some nights, you don't see her at all. Is it a scurry? Is it a scurry? It needs to be a scurry. More, uh, uh, have you ever seen, have you ever seen a, tire... a tiger climb a tree? <laughs> it's a, a, it's a leap. No, I'm joking. It's, um, it's a tired lumber out of the library. And then she scurries quickly up the tree. And then when she comes <laughs> down, it's like a, it's like sliding down a firefighter pole. <laughs> And then it's a slow lumber back into the library. Oh, man, that's really funny. So it's like completely different personalities from in the tree and out of the tree. I love how I love how she goes uh. to dinner parties, falls asleep, and then goes up into a tree. <laughs> so far, that's all we know about her character. Hey, can I walk you anywhere? After, can I walk you anywhere after dinner? Uh, the library's fine. What? Oh, okay. Uh, so Greg. Yeah. What's, yeah, what's, what's your impression yes. of all of this hullabaloo? Yeah. Oh, he's he's very off-put. You know why? Because he didn't know there was going to be all these friggin' people. Who are all you friggin' people? Uh, Greg walks into the room late. Because, you know, when Greg gets there, he gets there. <laughs> all right. And uh, he, he thought there was going to be just him. Maybe one other person. What what the frick is that doing here? Giving me giving me a job with six people. So he walks up to uh, the fancy yes. one with the with yes. the blonde hair, and he goes, "Who, uh, who the hell are you?" And I I I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. I, who are you, special person? <laughs> sorry. You can speak. Oh. Um, Fascinating. First, you can't really? tell half elves and halflings apart. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm not being racist. I'm truly fascinated that this, this turtle can speak. It's, it's a pleasure to meet you. I, I'm a turtle. Way uh, to be a racist. Yes. Um, yeah. Quite well. Anyways, uh, uh, my name is Lieutenant Bank Morceau uh, at your service. Uh, and these. And where are you uh, from? I'm from. Uh, I'm, I'm sure you've heard of the Moon Isle Quillity. Oh, fancy yes, rich dude. I'm from okay. the uh, Hazel side, the uh, the house of Marceau. It's a, it's a pleasure to meet you. Oh yeah, uh, nice, yeah. nice to meet you. And uh, you know all um, these other people? I, I know a good portion of them. I, I I'm I'm afraid I I'm not acquainted with the hobo. Uh, I'm sorry, the second <laughs> hobo in the room. But I I, I am acquainted with the rust. <laughs> one. Wait, I'm I'm there. Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Greg is getting very, very close, Lieutenant Marcel. Yeah. Marcel, like uncomfortably yes, uh, close, as he's to as uh, he's talking, because he can't hear. Because uh, he's, you know. What oh. I was saying is that I'm not acquainted with the hobo in the room, and I look around. <laughs> but I I am <clears throat> acquainted, of course, with uh, the um, 
the shifty one. And these are my two... Yes, Darn and these cool. are my two bodyguards, uh, Brett and Chet. And I go... They kind of stand in the tension. Uh, oh, uh, okay. You got bodyguards too, you feel. You're very fancy, well, I see. Okay. All right. All right. Um, and, 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 and the or- orange person. Who, who the hell are you? Ha! <laughs> Uh, like, uh, Banked would say over there, I'm, uh, very pleased to make your acquaintance. <laughs> Sounds so forced. I'm, um, <laughs> I'm, uh, Banks, uh, would you say we're associates? You know, oh, okay. Uh, for a second there, I was wondering if you knew who you were. Just kind of pause. And, and also Greg gets very close <laughs> to Sanjana. Sanjana? <laughs> Okay, I, I don't know how to describe this. Sanjana slowly li- uh, takes her tongue out and, like, flicks it like a snake. Oh, right in oh. Greg's face. Not touching it, but just close enough. And goes, if you want any closer and you want to kiss, you're going to have to pay for it. Back up, buddy. Wow, she's spicy. Jeez. I like that, though. I like that you're spicy. Uh, That's good. Spicy? That's I, good. I, I, I don't understand. Uh, and and this, this other one, who are you? <laughs> I, uh... I'm, I'm so sorry I'm basing this character off of a real person so I apologize he gets so Greg gets really close he like cranes his neck out of his shell towards I feel Bambi like Bambi's completely like zoned out she's not she didn't even notice that he kind of that he walked into the room um and then when she sees when she sees him she kind of looks up and her, like, she, she goes from, like, normal, like, whatever posture to, like, strict, straight posture. Like, she's craning her neck to get closer. And she almost puts herself on her toes to look at him closer. And she says, hi. Just that. That's all she says. Yeah, um, Bambi, you get a <laughs> sensation of, like, your food being the wrong texture. Does anyone know what we're doing? As if on cue. Uh, that young lady halfling teller slash bank attendant asks you all to come to a conference room. Um, she leads you in, uh, asks if any of you want any water or something. Uh, but as you enter the conference Sparkly, room... please, miss. Thank you. Yes, thank you. <laughs> and there's an older human man with uh, gray hair, comb back... Uh, slicked hairdo. Um, he's dressed neatly in fine black clothes with white accents. He's sitting across the table from where the young lady asked each of you to sit, and he tents his fingers. Um, good afternoon, everyone. I am Mr. Gillette, assistant branch manager. Mrs. Golden will not be able to see you today. She is away on important bank business. It is my fondest hope that we shall all get along famously. I've been asked to read this letter of introduction before we discuss the details of your employment. He unfurls a parchment. Congratulations, you have met the hiring requirement background to enroll in our Platinum Mercenary Program, TM. Brought to you by our Holy Matron of Commerce Bank of Bohm's Landing, PLC. Praise Bresling, wealth earned by us all in her holy name. By enrolling in our Platinum Mercenary Program, TN, 
You are entitled to right of first refusal on Platinum Opportunities, TM. The Platinum Mercenary Program, TM, members will be contacted by courier in the event of requirement of services with a cash reward value minimum of 5,000 gold. Welcome. I'm sorry, I, uh, per person or uh, total uh, by piecemeal? He rolls up the parchment. If you will allow me to finish... He Please, rolls back. Sir. Welcome to the OHMCD. We know you have many choices when it comes to mercenary work, and we thank you for choosing us. Disclaimer, membership in the Platinum Mercenary Program, TM, indemnification of Commerce, Bank of Bones, Landing, PLC, of any fault or event of Platinum Opportunity injuries, including but not limited to disability and death. Our holy matron of Commerce, Bank of Bones, Landing, PLC, reserves the right to terminate membership of the Platinum Mercenary Program in the event of death without subsequent resurrection by a licensed clerk within five business days. <laughs> By the first refusal is void if no response is received within one business day of Platinum Opportunity TM offered to the courier message as marked undeliverable for any reason. He scrolls, he rolls the scroll back up. Now, with that out of the way, we may, I, we may discuss the particulars of your employment followed. Wait, did he just do that? What, he, did, what did he say about did death? Did he just do that? Did he, like, pitch up his voice and speed it up? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure he used a haste spell. I, I, I've, I've seen it a couple times myself. I assure you. All right, because I, I go back to the part about <laughs> death. No, no, no. What? <laughs> well, now we can, in fact, discuss the particular employment, followed, of course, by the signing of individual contracts. I understand that you are all very clear about your payment. This particular contract, which we have available today, is for a 12,000 gold payout total. Oh, As there I'm are in. six of you present, if we are to assume an even split, I believe that would be 2,000 gold per person. Um, I'm alright with that. Hey, Jeeves, what if one of us <laughs> dies? Do we get their, their, their share? I, I assure you, my name is Mr. Gillette. That's what I said! <laughs> Jeeves. <laughs> it took him a second. It took him a second, but he it's got so it. so good. I was sitting on it. I was like, don't laugh, don't laugh. Okay, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, y'all gonna hear me wheezing a lot. <laughs> OHMCB has been contracted for and prepare a keep and estate for a wealthy foreign noble. I believe that this contract represents hundreds of thousands of gold and an extremely wealthy customer for our bank, so we have hired outside help to ensure that the property is safe and secure before the customer takes possession of the property. Now, there's been a bit of a snag, and that is where all of you come in. You see, our contract laborers found that dangerous beasts have moved into the underground caverns beneath the estate, which would make an excellent location for a wine cellar, as I'm sure some of you can appreciate. Yes. We want these beasts exterminated to avoid any inconvenience the maiming or eating of our work. All renovation work has stopped for the safety of the crew and we, the representatives of OHMCB, are anxious to see this contract completed. 
By the way, at this point, both both Brett and Chet have fallen asleep. Uh, are we to use uh, lethal uh, methods of... Uh... Miss, I'm sure that I will need to remind some of you of the nature of the word exterminate. Uh, un- un- understood, sir. Thank you. Hey, Bookie, you're gonna get your hands dirty. He has, like, the slightest eye roll. My hands get dirty well enough, but, uh, I prefer to take notes. Mm, Noted. I will, of course, provide all of you a map and directions. Even though the estate is merely a few hours away by foot, the wooded area surrounding the estate can be quite confusing for first-time visitors. There you will meet a crew of our bank representatives who will not be joining you on your endeavors, but will be there to oversee that your work has been completed. Are there any questions? Now, before you leave, I'm going to have to insist that all of you sign these forms of indemnification. Waiving the bank's liability in the event of physical or mental harm that befalls you while employed by OHMCB. Please understand, this is an extermination proceeding, and there is, of course, risk possible mortal harm. There's that dead again. Uh, I, I take one of the contracts, and uh, I'm going to look through it to try to see if there's any small print that could screw us over in the long run. All right, make a straight intelligence check. Sure. Ten. Uh, we do live in the age of click without reading. Sure. It all seems fairly legalese. Sure. Uh, am I suspicious, or am I just fine with it? With a ten? No. Okay, cool. I'm like, yeah, this seems to be fine, but okay, sure, and I sign away. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> When Bambi looks at the contract, she kind of waits for what she knows is coming. <sighs> also, could All you right. give me a color? So, uh, let's go with uh, blue. Um, you feel a stroking of the chin as your eyes are leveled over the page. That sort of about halfway down the page switches to a warmth of the tongue like air passing during a sigh. And then eventually a sort of pinching sensation at the bridge of your nose. I, I take a look at Bambi and I find that Brett is stroking her chin. I say, Brett, stop. Get <laughs> <Right> away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to be fun. Oh um, <laughs> she hadn't even noticed. Um, until, I don't think anyone noticed. Until. Uh, it seemed like there was a strange echo. To yeah, the and then sensor. she realizes and kind of jumps a little bit. And then um, when she feels the pinching on the bridge of her nose, she rolls her eyes and immediately signs almost out of spite. <laughs> All right. Greg? Greg is looking it over. Uh, he reads the fine print or tries to. Halfway through it, he falls asleep. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> He wakes up full all over the all over the the contract and he's like, you know, frigate, I'll just do it. I need the money. And he signs. 
halfway through that when Greg fell asleep, I, I you know, Lieutenant Bankbrush is, is quite a polite person, but I, I couldn't help but stare and wonder if he had died before the adventure started as he was asleep. Oh, oh, he's awake. Okay. Well, uh, you stick a little mirror under his nose and see that it fogs up. <laughs> yeah, I see. I see breath. Oh, thank God. Oh. <laughs> Sanjana. Sanjana looks over, picks up a piece of paper, looks at it, looks right at Jeeves, licks the pen, signs it, making eye contact the entire time. Why not? He has that curled lip appearance, just sort of condescension sort of a thing. Uh, meanwhile, Brett and Chet Contempt. just kind of look over to Banked and they're like, do we sign, bro? I was like, yes. Well, actually, no. Uh, you don't have to. Uh, you're technically my property. Uh, if I sign, it's fine. <gasps> wow. Oh. I heard about arrangements oh. like this. That catches Bambi's attention, and she blinks like twice, and then squints, and then shakes her head, and walks back to the where she had been. And I'm like, you know, if if you wouldn't have signed the first contract in the first place, uh, you would have been able to sign the second one. So. It's fine. You just have to sign once. And Mr. Gillette just sort of like slides forward a separate set individual contract. He's like, I shall call them subcontractors. Uh, yes. Uh, and just slides it forward to you. Uh, I, I go ahead and I sign for both Brett and Jeff. <laughs> they can't. They only have four letters anyways. A piece. <laughs> they sign like they sign like toddlers. <laughs> it's all Greek letters. It's all Greek <laughs> letters or... because they're frat boys. <laughs> Actually, oh, that's even better. Um, in, if any of you had taken a moment to note, then uh, you would note that they have a they, they both have matching uh, clubs that have runes carved into them that that we read row omicron omicron row. No. Their no. clubs are oddly paddle-shaped. All right. I'll just go ahead and make a note that you all signed the contract relatively without reading. I tried. <laughs> I tried. Oh, no. <laughs> reading isn't my strong suit. <laughs> Being charismatic is. <laughs> is there a way to do a charisma-based... <laughs> Imagine. I wish. No, uh, I can't. Though. Meanwhile, the bookworm was so angry <laughs> that she didn't read. <laughs> Oh man, you could have too. You totally could have. Right. I could have. Um, so, uh, who's going to be our map reader? Uh, I, I have proficiency in cartography, so I probably will. I can add my proficiency bonus to it. Okay, cartography is more making maps, but uh, I guess they can be reverse applied to reading them. Okay. Well, I have. Uh, I mean, if you can make maps really well, you should. I mean, tool says cartography is tool, so I assume that I can read maps well, so to speak. All right. So, um, in that case, uh, go ahead and make me a survival check. Seventeen. All right. So, um, it it doesn't get tricky until you get to the actual like words, um, and where it seems that there's like particular dense patches within the woods, um, and uh, basically you have to go from like stone outcropping to stone outcropping in order to not lose your. Wood. Okay. With the map, uh, it becomes relatively trivial if you've traveled 
before, but since this is your first time, uh, that survival check allows you to pass through the forest with no problem. There's no, there's a, there's a tiny little path um, that's extraordinarily winding and it sort of leads from outcropping to outcropping, but it's not like well used. It's poorly maintained, so it's kind of hard to pick out that path through the forest every sure. time. So, as if any of you remember, uh, Mr. Gillette did say that there would be a crew of bank representatives yeah. waiting for you at the at the edge of the area. Uh, you come out of the forest, and basically, the forest doesn't end per se. There's just suddenly this stone wall that that sort of just stops you, and there's this big wrought iron gate. And if you look down central from this gate, you see this. Just this dark, foreboding, almost blackened stone keep. Uh, it looks like a uh, it looks like a medieval castle um, with a couple of tall spires, uh, and uh, it looks like at some point this might have been a military because there's crenellations on the walls, and um, the wall itself is the wall itself that's blocking between you and there is actually fairly high, and there seems to be um, space for someone to walk on top of that wall, um, and little iron spikes popping out at fairly regular intervals to prevent people from climbing up the sides. This place looks like, at one point, it was a fairly imposing fortress, but the woods have grown up around it, and now it's sort of out of the way. Can I take notice if it's a barracks? Or like a fort. Um, it's more of a castle, like a proper castle. Um, it's relatively small. It's not like a capital castle, but it's uh, it's like the kind of fortification you would build when you first land in a new place, and then you just build on that fortification and make it a stone and make it and make it impregnable. It just it looks like a place that has been built up over many many uh, over many many centuries, and now it seems that it's changing ownership. Well, that's foreboding. Brett and Chet are just like, dude, sick place, bro. God, shut up. Yes, uh, sick place, definitely. <laughs> uh, perhaps we should talk to one of the representatives. Uh, do you make any kind of noise? Do you signal? What, what, do, you, what do you do? Hi-ho, over there. Pleasure. Uh, I, I, I cast uh, light uh, at the, the edge of my hand, so that way uh, I'm just waving uh, of light around so that way I don't freak them out and we appear from the back. Is it is it, is it dark in the forest, so to speak? Is it like thick canopy or is it it's just after midday, so it's fairly bright, but it but because the canopy is really thick, there's still a lot of shadow. Cool. A well dressed lady approaches the gate. I was like, I'm so sorry. I didn't I didn't see you all back here. Um it, it's it's almost like I rolled a one. Sorry for keeping you you waiting for so long. And she just pulls out this giant iron ring of keys and she just kind of like fiddles with the lock, with the padlock for a while. And just like eventually she finds the right one and just clink, rattle, 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 thump. And the chain that was holding the gate shut is released. And she just kind of pulls it open. She kind of leans because it's relatively. Uh, and just pulls it open, and there's a good amount of creaking. It could de- definitely stand for some WD-4. So this bank representative, she's going to lead you to the front of the house. Um, 
a fairly imposing oak iron banded door and she fiddles with the keys for a second is like oh right i left it unlocked and then she just pulls and pulls and nothing happens can i get one of you to help me open this it's it's really heavy i i i'm afraid i'm not as strong as that's fine uh why don't you why don't uh anyone who wants to make an intelligence check instead actually i think greg is pretty strong isn't he <laughs> So you watch this woman struggling, and then you look around the door, and you see the hinges are on the inside. <laughs> oh no! Now, Greg, remember, be true to your character. Do you say anything? That would that would be a problem. So. Oh, yeah, of course. Greg can't hold his tongue. That's the problem. Are you, hey, All watch right. out. Watch Push out. Push your pull. Just move to the side, ladies. I got this. <laughs> and then Greg goes and tries to open the door. Yes. <laughs> and the door opens. Who puts the door? The correct way the door that heavy? A pull door. It would be pulled, Somebody right? who wants to okay. uh, keep this place fortified. Shit, it's a fantasy world. Push doors are easy. <laughs> Somebody who was planning on idiots got it. <laughs> you know what would also work? Pitch. You just throw pitch onto people. Isn't that what they used to use? These friggin' new castles here. So, so, so Greg, I guess, tries to pull the door open. Um, so the door opens actually fairly easily with relatively little squeaking. It seems that things are well oiled. It seems the renovations have already started. Um, all right, so you enter. Um, you see that there are maybe three or four other bank uh, in similarly garbed, similarly garbed bank representatives there. Oh, you must be the mercenaries uh, here to um, uh, take care of the caverns. Um, here, <laughs> let me uh, let me show you the way back. Here. <laughs> uh, it's just some yeah, guy, like you know. Uh, I'm just here, the bank's representative. Um, you know, uh, just here to do my sure. job. Um, you sound very intelligent. <laughs> oh, gee, thanks, Mister. I, 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 <laughs> uh, I continue. I, I continue to open the. <laughs> Bambi's Bambi's staring at uh, Bambi's staring at banks like wide eyes. Like, oh my god, why would you <laughs> say that? <laughs> um. So, uh, do you guys want a tour, or um, well, actually, uh, a- a- anything that you might be able, just anything you may be say. able to provide, um, please? I, I, I'd like a tour. I, I find oh, castles like um, this Well, and then he's mopping his brow with a handkerchief. Like I was really, hoping... <laughs> but uh, okay. Um, so uh, he points in a direction. That way is the kitchen. Uh, there's the upstairs where there's a, a tower. Um, which, uh, the, the, uh, the, the, the customer, he said that he wanted, uh, some kind of laboratory up there. Um, and, uh, there's, there's also, um, you know, some other stuff. And he just starts, like, looking around, like, really, like, like, flustered. And the others are all just like, why did you have to ask for <laughs> Uh, you, you, would you happen to know when the building was oh. built originally? 
She's got like a piece of, she's got her notebook out. <laughs> um, well, uh, she, I, I, uh, and he looks over at Banked and is like, kind of like set now. He's like, why did you do this to me? And I was Just like, why nice. don't you, ex- why don't you continue, please? Um, uh, well, according to the records, um, and now he takes out his, like, his, his legal pad and starts, like, filing through it. He's just like, um, uh, when it was built, when it was built, when it was built. Uh, yeah, uh, it seems that this building is about, uh, 200 years old. Uh, and, uh, there seems to have been multiple owners during that time. Uh, uh. The, the bank has most recently owned the property as of uh, uh, five years ago. We, came, we foreclosed on it. Uh, and uh, the, the, it's very expensive property, including the grounds of just significant portion of the forest. And now he's starting to get into his own because now he's talking about like and business. And- Bambi is listening like really, really interested. Like she doesn't, she didn't realize <laughs> that he was getting flustered at first she's just actually honestly interested i'm sorry i I didn't catch your name in the first place um what can we call you oh uh uh, my my name is uh uh uh, robert um pleasure Uh, pleasure to meet you you, robert um my name is banked and these are my associates they would like to introduce themselves uh i i um uh, I think that maybe we should get to the job. I, I'd rather not know your names because there's some dangerous stuff down there and I don't want to know in case, you know, you um die. Oh, you don't want to come to our funeral. Well, that is an ominous. Um, yes, that is, that is the idea. Uh, it's, Are you scared? I thought that would be obvious, but yes, yes. Uh, Sanjana goes right me. up to me and goes, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I go to Sanjana and I'm like, please, please, let's keep it civil, shall we? Thank you, Robert, for your long-winded and lengthy explanation. Uh, thank you. And- okay. Um. All right. So let's let's go on back. Um. The the uh, the cellar area is is downstairs by the kitchen. Um. And we can lead to the caverns underneath through the back um uh, there uh it, it just sort of opened up but you know <laughs> more square footage <laughs> uh he leads you back to the kitchen a scullery and a pantry and various other medieval castle terms uh he leads you down to the cellar area there's a nice staircase uh it looks like there's some barrels pressed up against the wall and there seems to be a hole in the far wall and it looks like it's a natural rocky opening. And he gestures to the back. He's like, um, I don't know what's in there, but uh, when the area broke through, uh, we sent some of the workers in to figure out what it was. Um, and all they could say was that they, that something, something collapsed and then they couldn't remember anything else until they were out and talking to us again. It, they were very confused. Uh, as in, they had like short-term memory loss, or they had like shell shock. What are we talking about? Oh, I I couldn't possibly. I wouldn't possibly know. I'm I'm not. I'm not a. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, can I make a uh, 
Would that be a history check? That would be a knowledge nature check. Okay. Um, may I? I mean, unless you want, unless your history is stronger, in which case the DC will be high. my my history is stronger. All right, so um, you can use history. It's just DC because it's not quite like synced up. It adds up to a six. <laughs> Oof. Why did my <laughs> <laughs> All right, if that's the case, um, so no, not ringing any bells. Um, just confusion. I'm, there's a particularly interesting passage in one of the treatises on uh, local history that talks about a disease that came through that caused the spins in a fever, and you get lost in thought on that for a Bambi, 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 Bambi. Yeah, yeah, what, what, oh, what? Oh. oh, sorry, you, uh, you got lost there in thought, and I want to bring you back down to Earth. Um, is, is there anything else, Robert, that you can tell us about? The horrors of of this undercommon area. Un- unfortunately, um, there's uh, not a lot else I can tell you. The, the The workers were just really confused. Um, and I mean, it looked like one of them was bleeding, but I don't know if that was the rocks or something. Interesting. Um. All right. Uh. Thank you. Um. I I suppose we should go investigate it. Uh, Bambi, you experience a sensation of a biting of the lower lip. Color? Uh, green. Lime green. Um, yes, Greg, continue. All right, I would like to probe this gentleman's thoughts. All right, um, so right off the bat, um, he's immediately, he's thinking, um, oh gosh, I don't want to go back there. That place is really scary. Oh shit, he's been there. Yeah, Greg is going to probe a little bit deeper. All right, so he's going to get a, is it a wisdom or what's the saving throw? It's wisdom 13. Um, all the resistance of tissue paper and you are through and you see deeper thoughts. Where do you, what are you looking for? I want to know what's inside the room, what he's seeing. So, um, he didn't see anything. But he heard a lot of digging sounds and a lot of scraping. And, and he's, you also see his interactions with the workers after they, had came, after they came out. Um, they looked, uh, in, his, in his memory, they were very uh, confused. They, they had that kind of glazed look in their eyes. Uh, and they were just sort of like, babbling not like fear babbling but just kind of like they can't catch the words um so they're not saying yes. anything to him they're just they're the the information they're giving him he um but if you probe if you're probing deep enough then you can see what he uh, you could see like some flashes of his recollection and you do notice the bleeding wound on one of if you can make a medicine check at disadvantage because this is uh, through somebody else's memory. You're trying to diagnose a wound through somebody else's memory. 23 is really high. The disadvantage was higher. Wow. That's amazing. I love bars. With a 24, um, with a 24, uh, wow. Uh, with a sorry, with a twenty-three disadvantage, 
then you, through his memory, are able to diagnose that it looks like the wound was made by something biting him, something very large. Uh, and it looks almost like the wound has it was made by something serrated, and it's on both sides. It looks like he has a it, it's defensive on his arms and his shoulder. So it looks like something serrated came at him and like bit him on the shoulder and the arm on the opposite arm. Same. So something large. Something large. Something with serrated teeth biting him on the shoulder and the. Oh wow. Serrated. Uh, Interesting. Uh, I I I suppose that that could be true. Um, I, oh, I, I, really yeah, cool. I know what you know. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I. I pull I pull Greg aside and I immediately play good. And I go, please, please, Greg. I, I don't know how long I can hold on to her. It just, just, just say what you know. Really, what it does. Can I roll persuasion to try to? I mean, sure. Try to tempt him to say anything. Uh, roll one d twenty. <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> oh, please! <laughs> So, for our, our audience at home, uh, sitting, listening to the podcast on the bus, whatever, I rolled 1d20 plus 6. That is a natural 20 plus 6. That's 26 for level 3. <laughs> so, poor Robert, um, in, in true fear of the turtle, he just sort of melts into your arms. The true Casablanca style. <laughs> He's just a blubbering mess. It's all right, it's and, all right. uh, and he's like, I, I didn't... I'm sorry, can you say it again? <laughs> I didn't want to say it because it was like really scary, but there was all kinds of blood and there was like serrated teeth marks and stuff and it was just really nasty and it looked like there was a lot of stuff and it looked like something... Bambi? Bambi doesn't like Bambi doesn't like really say anything. She just kind of puts her her hand on his on his back and just kind of pouts with that "aw baby" kind of a look. But that's like all she does. All she just kind of goes is "aw." And I go, "Shh, Robert, please, please, relax." Robert, look um, at me. Bambi, you feel a generalized ache, no colorism. <sighs> I go, Robert, please, look into my eyes now. He looks into your eyes. He stares now, deeply. Tell me, did you see what they looked like? I didn't see anything. Don't lie to me, Robert. I cast him aside. Jeez. <laughs> it shocks the it shocks the hell out of Bambi, who was like actually focused on him, and then suddenly he's gone, and she's like, "What?" I walk over to Greg and I high five Greg. <laughs> Brett and Chet run up and Shut they're like, up, high five! High five! High five! Oh, jeez. How do you put up with those um, <laughs> Bambi, smell of roadkill on a cold day. Oh. Robert is just a blubbering on the floor. That's fine. And he has no, he, is, he doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know anymore. He's looking around, tears streaming down his face. He's like, 
Are, are are we the only people in the room? You you, you said you said there were others like the official. others. The others were out in the way. Oh okay. <laughs> Greg was Greg was I mean not Greg. God damn it, Robert. <laughs> Robert was leading you down there to to show you where you can enter into the cavern. Okay. Um. Yeah, I think we're all ready to go down. So the six of you. Brett and Chet are high-fiving, and you are, uh, even though they were left out of the uh, Banked and Greg high-five, I'm sure they won't hold that against you. Uh, you look <clears throat> over to the wall. You look over to the wall where there's an entrance to the cavern beneath the keep, and it is very dark. You know there's something dangerous in there, something big, something with serrated teeth. It's about time to go on in. Uh-huh. <laughs> not ominous at all right so with that um we're gonna go ahead and sign off and until next time uh, everybody bye bye, bye. bye. <laughs> thank you for listening to rocks fall everyone dies it would really help us if you subscribe share and leave us a five-star review on apple podcasts our theme music is by Taylor Calise, our thumbnail art by John Bliss. You can find more of his work on Twitter at John Bliss Art. That's at J-O-N-B-L-I-S-S-A-R-T. Our episodes are produced by me and edited by our resident Dream Farm Jim. Our social media manager is our resident Surly Tortle, DeSombra. Find more about our various social medias by visiting our website, rfedpod.com. <laughs>